This is a reference that'll get... <laughs> this is a reference only one guy will probably recognize. <laughs> Welcome that to Rassaboy. <laughs> no way out. <laughs> 2002. Live in Milwaukee. I was hoping uh, you would use the mashup, honestly. I wish. We couldn't get it to upload to YouTube. <laughs> Alright, let's get... Can we cut this? Ah, uh, stop! Stop! Okay, I got it. Okay. Okay, I'm Ali. He's I'm Mega Fighter. Fighter. Roctan's here. <laughs> Mama Bia, Papa P, I've got the diary. Thank you thank for you, sharing that with me. Thank, thank you, Roxanne. <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, pay-per-view number two, No Way Out. I think this was only three weeks apart from, uh, from the Royal Rumble. Probably, yeah. I'd have to check my nose. And the otherwise... uh, theme song is provided by freestockmusic.com. Uh, <laughs> they're really? fucking, they just have like this very generic funk song for No Way Out. There was a lot of usage of stock, mu uh, like stock music they pulled from somewhere, or or maybe somehow they just hired Jim Johnston to produce a bunch of blank generic shit. So uh, this is one of the weirdest sets. This is one of the weirdest sets I've ever seen. Like ah, uh, the truck set, yeah, yeah. Yes. Like the thing is, the 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 Tron is actually the Minitron, the diamond shaped Tron on the top of the screen. And then the actual Titantron is being projected onto two semi-trucks. Or, like, two 18-wheeler, like, trailers. And I noticed mm -hmm. that they are white. <laughs> which means they look very dim. <laughs> and yeah, we looked it up. It's actually better to have gray trucks for this. Yeah, and I just, I would have hated being in the nosebleeds and having to look at these fucking trucks to try and see what was going on. Because all they did was play the animations in the Minitron, even though that was, like, the biggest part of the stage. Yeah, the trucks are just not big enough to really show, have have video projected on them. Like, that's what the Titantron is for. Yeah. But, like, you could see the footage of the matches on the semi-trucks. Exactly. So, yeah, out come the NWO. We got Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and Hulk Hulk Hogan. Two Hulks, new, new, one new, Hogan. New, 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 new. So, you know, black and white, half frame rate, all that shit. They and take their sweet-ass fucking time with this. I immediately thought that was uh strange for them like it it seemed like something like you would save for later since it's a it's, it's supposed to be a big deal and i mean i get the th maybe the thinking is like oh everybody knows they're coming out uh, come they're gonna be on the show so let's just have them come out immediately but i don't necessarily agree with that i think that should be wasn't you know, no way out of like um wasn't No Way Out like a cage-themed pay-per-view? I think so. Because Hell in a Cell wasn't a thing yet. Like, I mean, the like, stipulation was the stipulation was, but not the pay-per-view event. So I always thought No Way Out and maybe Judgment Day are the cage-themed pay-per-views. I think it was only when like I think it was when they had 
the elimination chamber in there that they started okay, being like, um, specifically like gimmicks pay per view. So I'm looking up what the first No Way Out. Uh, uh, I think it was an uh, in the, your house. It was the, in your the, house. The, yeah. the first No Way Out, uh, the first uh, pay per view called No Way Out. The main event was a Hell in a Cell. Yeah, because there isn't a way out, but there was no. <laughs> In these matches, there was always a way out. Oh, wait, no way. That was just the first No Way Out in 2000. That was um, that was the second No Way Out. The first No Way Out, it was just well, an Yeah, I'm not counting the one in your house. It is, it, is, it is the first No Way Out. You had to count it. It is No Way Out of Texas in your house. We, Shut up, Mega Fire. We respect <laughs> wrestling history here, unlike Vince McMahon. So um, they just sort of come out, and then everyone boos them. And then Kevin Nash is like the main promo guy for the most part. And he pretty much has hurt feelings over the fact that people think that he's toxic and the NWO is going to kill WWF and they love Jesus now. Oh my God. We're Christians now. Jesus. They hurt. You guys hurt Kevin Nash's feelings. My Fifi's. Kevin Nash's Fifi's hurt. I... I kept making a joke that, like, Scott Hall would just lean up to the mic, go, hey, yo, and then just leave with the fucking just, NWO music. Like, they make one noise, and then they just leave. So, yeah, Hulk Hogan eventually also says that, like, oh, God loves all of us. God bless America. Uh, and then they leave. It, so it took, weird. like, ten minutes. <laughs> it took, like, it took ten minutes, and it sucked the air out of the whole, like, event. I, I, I get what they were trying to do. Especially, like, in the context of what happens later, of like, oh, we're not gonna do anything bad. We are, but we're not going, we're not doing, we're it was like, it was supposed to be a fake out, but it just, like, why? No one, no one wanted to see a fake out. Yeah, I don't, like, I think the, I think the fake out could have worked, but the way it, it was the execution of the fake out that didn't work. So, uh, I'll admit the tag team turmoil match that comes up after this, I didn't think was what a tag team turmoil match is. It's pretty much a gauntlet. It's you, a gauntlet. Yeah, you beat a guy and then another guy comes out. So I we think start. That's usually how they how they go. It's just I forgot. I thought it was just like a big elimination tag thing, but uh... yeah, that's a that's what I thought too. I thought like every team would be there, and I don't. They didn't have. Uh, it's not like they had every team they had so i think they could have it's not I, I, they, they probably could have had all the teams surrounding the ring so by the way fun fact uh if you look this up how many teams what, what, how many teams did they have if you like look at the, if you look this up on pro fight db it lists each match in the tag team turmoil as separate matches <laughs> it's uh six i believe it's six Six teams, yeah. We start off with uh, Sky Jihadi and Albert versus Christian and Lance Storm. And the thing okay. I notice is the ring is fucking disgusting. <laughs> the mat the is, is dirty. Really it's dirty. <laughs> There's a bit of like a blood stain going on. There's like on stains here. on it. <laughs> like, man, what happened to that? What happened to that DDP Big Boss Man dark match that we didn't see? A <laughs> crucifixion? I don't know. <laughs> Did Boss Man yeah. get hung again? <laughs> it looked like this like to me i saw oh, sorry, it wasn't like a dark a... match it was on heat yes uh, heat. Saw... which we don't have thanks wwe give us heat <laughs> i want, want heat. the i want the dedicated heat review 
<laughs> I saw what it looked. It looked like this sort of like sort of dirt or like some kind of black stain on the mat. And I was yeah, like, we thought it was blood. Like it, it, it was like blood. blood me, like it, you know what it looked like? It looked like you know that raw last week where Jericho dumped a bunch of beer on the in the ring, or like the week before that. Yeah, the did they, did they use the same mat? <laughs> no, because this is a different arena. We're in, like, Wisconsin. That show isn't, like... Yeah, but, like, they take the equipment between arenas, so did they use the same mat without cleaning it? Because that is... Had, they had a week to clean it, then. They had a week to dry clean that fucking mat. <laughs> Maybe they just couldn't get the stain out, no matter how many times they washed it. Uh, Christian eliminates Scotty and Albert by hitting the unprettier. And out come the Hardys who were re-debuting after the Royal Rumble. They weren't on all week. They weren't on all month. This yeah, is like the first time good. they're back in an official capacity. And the women melt <laughs> in, the, the women in, the, in the arena. The women just melt. <laughs> the, the Hardys coming out third is interesting because it's like, man, they're, they're re-debuting. They're coming out pretty early in this match. Yeah. I, I okay. could, um, yeah. Initially, my thought was, like, this seems like they you would you should you would save them for last because they were they were, you know, they were they were the tag team. They were the Edge tag team. Edge and Christian broke were, up, and the Dudleys are heels. So, but given given the ending of the match, I can see why they uh, I can see why they placed them where they did because. Jeff had a Crayola Cause, accident. Because I think they wanted, I think they wanted a heel. They they wanted like a face team to beat a heel team in the end of the match. So I make, I think it makes sense for them to to put them where they did. So you know they they get the shine. They uh, take out Christian and Storm with like a Swanton combination. I think it's like a Swanton and a leg drop. Uh, out come the Dudleys. And we get to our favorite segment of the night. Jerry Lawler won't shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> Stacy Keebler and Lita are both out. So, oh my god. I think I've got here on mine, and mine might be out of, out of, mine might be wrong, but, oh god, my side. Um, oh god, I'm sorry, that, I think I sat wrong there for a second. Anyway, uh, I have on my Jerry Lawler first count a total of seven. I have more than that, but yeah. Okay, what do you got, like... Let me check. Oh, eight. Okay, eight. I think I just okay. caught... I think I just caught one, because you were kind of falling asleep. Yeah, this show you fucking was... bitch. I was, <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't get a lot of sleep, as I usually don't, and also... Get more sleep. That, and this show wasn't that exciting. Would you have been more excited if it was Sting versus R-Truth? <laughs> I would have been more excited if it was Randy Orton versus Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. That would have been a terrible match. Dun, even, dun. even 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 if it even if it was younger Randy Orton who actually gave a shit, I, that match would have sucked. Anyway, uh, but yeah, we got the the Dudley Boys coming out. So here's Stacy Keebler, and it's oh, oh, oh look at her tits. Oh! Legs! Legs! How uh, long are her legs? I want to measure her legs! Ah, oh, jeez. So, Matt gets a roll-up on Devon. 
Jeff does like a dive to the outside, and then out of anger, they beat up uh, the Dudleys, beat up Matt, and then 3D Jeff on the outside just in time for Billy and Chuck to come in. And surprisingly, I did not find any gay jokes. <laughs> surprisingly, yeah, so that was... they double team Matt Hardy and pin him very quickly. Welcome back, Hardy Boys. So out come the APA. Appa yip yip. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Gunn gets a nosebleed at some point, but I don't remember how. He just has one. He probably got hit by Bradshaw. Yeah, they kind of get bodied by the APA, and then like Bradshaw nails him with a clothesline, and they're the number one contenders for WrestleMania. Despite the fact that, as a team, they are nowhere near as in sync as Billy and Chuck are. Do you see, do you see Farouk doing stretches with Bradshaw? No, you do not. <laughs> no, and, th and they should not be winning because of that. They are not Wait, fucking... Wait, sending each other weighted chocolates? No way. They're sending each other weighted chocolates? They, no, didn't do a, they didn't do an APA calendar together. <laughs> they didn't do... <laughs> they weren't at the pose down against fucking Stacey Keebler and Tori it's team building It's team building exercises. This is, that is the thing. Billy and Chuck have been fucking working their asses off, winning matches, doing stretches, being in sync with each other. APA, Ferg did get Bradshaw chocolates with, with dumbbell weights in them. Yeah. Yeah, I, they I didn't think, stretch their groin. And there's nothing wrong with like two fake, two face tag teams going off of each other, but I think well, it kind like, of denotes the purpose of this match. Of it's sort of like a tag team turmoil thing of like you don't know which like this is strange bedfellows as a tag team match. Like you can oh, no, have no, 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 bedfellows is, uh, is like two different partners. Well, it's two different. It's like this is not often you get face versus face, but this would be a situation where I feel like it's justified. I feel like the I feel like the problem is they run the risk of heel versus heel, which yeah. you don't want. Heel versus heel kills the crowd, yeah. Unless one Absolutely. heel's like super over. Yeah, usually it kills a crowd unless you have a unique situation like the Shield versus the Wyatts. Yeah. So the, end of, the Shield So uh, Rick Flair cuts promo. Says that he knows the NWO guys are full of shit and they totally don't love Jesus. <laughs> And then just Undertaker enters stage left and just goes, Respect. Respect. <laughs> respect. I want respect. Yeah. Oh. I, I I made the... I made... I... It's... I felt like Ric Flair Patroma was weird as it's like... Ric Flair is basically saying they get... Uh, in a, a sense that, uh, you know... Kevin Nash is a cunt. Really made their presence felt and they're already... Uh, and they're already cause causing problems. He's essentially saying they're already causing problems. I also like, forgot that no, um, Scott Hall and, has and a. Go, and I'm like going, why are you saying this, Rick? No, they didn't. Scott Hall has a do rag. I forgot to mention that. He's <laughs> got a little do rag around his head. Not a Dragon Ball do rag, unfortunately. Sorry, Thundercat. Uh, I think it would be like my bag. My thought would be a better promo and if and if I like, might be covered in cat hair, but I still want to You're trying you. to indicate like maybe would be would have been like, yeah. Like you could again, you could have done the fake out better, but at least hint 
uh, like it, it wouldn't be necessarily out a, a bad thing for Rick Fair to be like, I don't trust those guys are up to something. Or just Rick Flair being suspicious instead of you, like you'd think yeah. something. They're anything. destroying WWE as we speak. F. WWE <laughs> the woof anyway. the woof. Oof. So yeah, the Undertaker's like respect. Bye. <laughs> so we get Goldust versus RVD, and the other weird theme of the night, Pet Coon Crazy. <laughs> And the and I, like this is going to be an argument. Jr. keeps I, saying the term "pet coon crazy" whenever he describes Goldust, and then and, and then Lawler catches, and then like Lawler sort of like tries to understand what he's saying. So they just keep asking each other "pet coon crazy," and they don't even talk about this fucking match for the most part. They're just chit chatting, and it's weird. And I feel like they weird. don't give a shit about Goldust or RVD. RVD, whose theme song is wrong again. Uh, yeah. yeah. Again. They, they went back to the not walk after Because, like, sometimes they'll dub in a theme the song if they don't have the license for it. But they do. <laughs> so Yeah, they. it's so weird. And also, Jerry Long won't shut the fuck up about American Pie. Oh, yeah, he just starts talking about American Pie. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God. Like, oh, wasn't this the? Oh, yeah, Jerry. Wait, this is some, also something else. Uh, Jerry said that Goldust looks like the guy from Mothman prophecies. Oh, RVD's yeah, feet we, went to college, and he said that one we, went to Harvard and one went to Yale. I don't think those are even within, like, or even close to each other in terms of Ivy League schools. And uh, there was a joke about the bionic elbow that uh, does. Goldust did, which I thought was kind of interesting. Stop leaning yeah. on the fourth wall. Yeah, they just talk about Mothman Prophecy in American Pie. And we were like, wait, Mothman Prophecy? What? Uh, sadly, on my bad movie monitor, it is only mediocre. It is not a bad movie. It isn't a, well, that's the thing. It wasn't a movie they promoted, though. Yeah. So we're still in the clear on that. The movies they promote tend to be shit. They weren't promoting Mothman Prophecy, this match which had was, already been out by that point. This match was good, but it was weird. Because, like, you know, it starts out with just, like, hot, fast-paced RVD offense. And then, like, six minutes of just working Rob Van Dam's, like, various joints. <laughs> and then it picks up at the end. <laughs> it just felt like, you know, pump the brakes, kid. <laughs> You gotta go at Goldust pace for a bit. Goldust pace for a bit. I don't know. It's just... I feel like you could have cut two minutes from it. But it was a good match. I liked it. thought it was decent. Yeah. Stone Cold says hi to the NWO, who offer him his Steve Weissers, which is weird. Where'd, where'd you get those? Where'd you get those? You can't just... He eventually takes the beer after some co coercing and then just throws it over his head. <laughs> Throws it behind him, basically. He's like, yeah. yeah. It's like, fuck you. And then he leaves. So we got the a... tag team championship match. Booker T and Tess versus Spike and Taz. And the first thing I notice is Tess is soaking wet. And I don't know why. Like, it wasn't just his hair. Like, his body was wet. All of him was wet. He was a wet man. Very weird. 
Yeah, this is for the tag team titles. We're still not sure why Booker T and Test are allowed this title shot. I forgot to write who won. <laughs> Go me. Uh, te- Test did, I think. But uh, Spike and Test. I remember at Spike some and point, Tess. like, Spike and- or Spike and Taz, excuse me. <laughs> Stop. I remember at one point, like, Taz kind of, like, blows out his ankle or something. Like, he does a run. Like, he does, like, a running, like, clothesline or something to, like, Taz. And then he kind of, like, trips over himself, right? Yeah, he starts, like, tripping over himself. And, it's and like, then he seemed the- kind of, like, okay? visibly uncomfortable for the rest of the match. Like, he's yeah, walking he looked, really he gingerly. You you saw you saw him look have this look on his face like ah it's like he twisted his ankle or something yeah like it was definitely an ankle twist or something because he just like because the way he felt like the way he fell forward on the clothesline was really awkward. I felt like this match like had, was nothing to write home about, even though like I like the people involved. There were I don't know, I uh, and then I have to say props to taz like like because my roommate twisted his ankle a while back uh, and he, could... he he's got that old school mentality of finish the match Tough it out. yeah but i don't know how the hell you wrestle with the twisted ankle not only did he like wrestle with the twisted ankle but he still did his like belly to belly bridge suplex that he does where he yeah. gets on his tip tippy toes to do the bridge and that must fucking suck. <laughs> like, ow, my leg, ow. There was, there was a point where, like, Booker, like, pinned Spike. And I actually do appreciate it. He kind of slid Spike, like, around so he wasn't, so he couldn't reach the ropes. I like that. Booker T's good. He's good. Yeah. Tess gives uh, Taz a pink belly. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh, was that not a thing? I guess I, I think it's just because he put him in a There was also a track. spot where, like, the ref shoves Test because, like, T- Tess was getting pissed with him, and he shoves him into a Taz mission. <laughs> um, I I may have remembered this wrong because I was having a little trouble paying attention to this match. It seemed like Booker T was working more of this than Tess was. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was mostly like what would happen would be like they would kind of like corner off Spike and then just have Booker T work him for a while and beat him up. Yeah. And like try and prevent the hot tag the whole match. Yeah, I, I yeah, thinking back, I was just, uh, I was like, that is really strange that like it. I think it, it was re- like I think it was were... a retention. So yeah, I don't what, know why what, I did. I say, almost Ellie, I, I almost always write the finish, but like I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. It, oh yeah, that that they retained the title. It was yeah. a retention. All I remember is Jerry Lawler solving the ref conundrum because we were trying to figure out which ref it was. Yes. And we were all confused. And then he goes, referee Jack Doan. It's like, oh, hey, thanks, oh, Lawler. Ja- oh, great. Thanks. It's Jack Doan. <laughs> okay. There we go. Anyway, we cut to. Um, often. Oh, yeah. I did. Uh, I, that was an entertaining uh, bit of where, where you know. Just the, just the fun Tess, coincidence. Tess tries, the roll, Tess tries to roll up and, and then. And then Jack is immediately like on him, like, "No, you can't do that." And then and and Test gets in his face. Test, by the way, you know we've said it before, like very underrated. Like he he was really good at that in terms of you know showing frustration. I was going to say he's good his... at he's good at he's good at character work and he's good at bodying people. He's not the most technical, but I think that's fine. Yeah, you know, he's he, two two out of three ain't bad. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, he, he gets in his face. It's like what? He's like, you count one, two, three, and then, and then he shoves Jack, and then Jack just just gives it this big ass shove backward. It was very entertaining. Explain to a Tasmanian, of course. Uh, yes. Anyway, uh, here comes Jonathan Coachman's weekly harassment, <laughs> where the Rock Act- cannot count to ten. <laughs> he goes one, two, seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, he didn't, uh, I will there. say he didn't seem to be really harassing Coachman here. He He's just was cutting less the promo. and less, which yeah. is kind of nice. So it's just about what Undertaker said to Ric Flair about respect, and that oh, uh, the oh, sorry that the Undertaker will respect the Rock, and he ends it with "If you smell what the Rock is," Mike cuts. <laughs> Mike cuts. We hear the crowd say cooking, but he does not say cooking. And he does not say cooking. <laughs> I thought it was a case of. Uh, I thought maybe it was a case of like he instead of instead of yelling cooking, he decided to go cooking. I don't know. I feel like it's more likely because we still would have heard him say cooking. Okay. We still have heard. Oh yeah, I forgot the no, one we weird thing I noticed. Anything. He was the only guy this whole night with. Out a wireless microphone. <laughs> he had a corded one. I don't know why. <laughs> and that's why we couldn't hear him say cooking. <laughs> Probably. Maybe, maybe, maybe uh, the wireless mics don't work backstage. I don't no, know. No, they work backstage. Uh, Coachman yeah, yeah. uses them all the time. Yeah. Oh, uh, one thing I wanted to note. Um, is... Maybe it's a problem with this, like, sports center that doesn't have, like, Wi-Fi or some shit. I don't know. One thing I want to know is that the the, the I I think it was the last the last uh, promo uh, Rock did with Coachman. You could actually tell that Coachman was like corpsing. <laughs> he could he, he was actually tr- having trouble, like you know, being a like showing any fear. He was backing up, but you could see like his smile was <laughs> he was smiling. Uh, and she gives us a seizure. Did not uh, forget that. It so was, here's it was the not, not as bad as it used to be. I think the the set I like helped. I think the, the, the set, set helped. helped. Yeah, because it's helped. an open space, so you didn't get like the center of the flashing. Less screen to look at. So, so here was my something friend that Aaron no, my friend Romain noted that he wonder he wonder how Edge doesn't like uh, doesn't get blinded by his own entrance. Wears like, sunglasses. That's why he wears the sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. my Durango. Holy fuck, my eye. So if he didn't wear if he didn't wear sunglasses, he'd like trip and fall out as soon as he comes out. Here's really something not. that bugged me. When did when was this announced? Edge and Regal was a brass knuckles on a pole no, match. Never, <laughs> as far as remember. I know, it, they never mentioned. That. They didn't they just, announce this. <laughs> I don't remember this. Was this on an episode that we reviewed? And we no, just we reviewed. We reviewed it, but they never announced that it was. Right, and they were doing like the whole Edge attacking ref thing. So I thought we were gonna have like a ref based stipulation, but no. <laughs> <clears throat> this match was actually like, pretty good despite the fact maybe? that they didn't explain the rules properly so I thought it was you win when you get the breast knuckles and not you have to pin them afterwards <laughs> I do think it, matches are very honestly confused. though I, 
I, I could see th- why they wouldn't have it like be like a situation like oh they went after the brass knuckles it was more like getting like why would they have it like that because, especially since it's a weapon like i mean edge the used what- the brass knuckles once like at some point it's a point. Pole matches are often very confusing into what the rules are. Uh, this has supposed- some decent wrestling in it, though. Like, Edge and Regal work well together. There was a pretty sick spot where, like, Regal hits a tiger bomb on Edge on the outside. I the love outside, that. Oh I God, love that, that was- shit. <laughs> we gotta talk about how, before the match starts, Regal's coming down, and the ref checks him for breast stuff. It's like, Freaking, they're on a pole! Back when I thought that you have to get the brass knuckles to win, I thought it would be really funny if he pulled out his brass knuckles and went, Look, I win! <laughs> I got him. Don't uh, look at the pole. Don't look at Regal gets crotched during the match and JR starts talking about how you should wear a cup. I wear a cup. And you know what? That's a fair point. Why don't they? Why don't wrestlers wear athletic cups? So at some point after some decent wrestling... Um, I think, like, Edge tries to go for the brass knuckles, but Regal pulls him down, and he pulls down the brass knuckles, too, and then it's sort of, they sort of, like, land in the center of the ring, and the commentary sort of pretends that that was an accident, and, like, both of them were going to scramble for the brass knuckles. (laughs) And then just Regal grabs his brass knuckles out of his tights and just clobbers Edge in the fucking face. (laughs) I, okay, maybe the ref was right to check him. It, but, was, it was under his balls, according to the that, according to the uncomfortably close replay. <laughs> but does that, does that count as illegal? That was such a weird camera shot, by the way. It didn't. Uh, I, I I I was like, uh, uh, initially I was like, what are we looking? We even looking at here? Also, another thing was they did a regal stretch rope escape spot, but I was wondering, is there even a rope break in this match? Are there <laughs> rope breaks? What are the rules of pole matches? I th- this is why I think I don't like pole matches. I don't understand them at all. But yeah, I don't know regal retains are. hitting him with brass knuckles that weren't the brass knuckles on a pole. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. I think the big the problem of pole matches is that the rules are never consistent across the board as to what what the rules are going to you be to for the, the pole weapon. match. First, you have to pin them, then get the weapon. Do you just have to get the weapon? It, like I understand a ladder match. A ladder match is you go up the ladder, you grab the thing, you get the thing, you win. Yeah, as but long as you can get the thing with the using the ladder, you win. Yeah. Pole matches just don't have that, and it drives me nuts. It, 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 and it, yeah, it seems to be like the the rules change if it if it's like a weapon or like it's like some other object. Apparently, the garbage truck's showing up. I'm sorry for people listening to this. Uh, oh, I didn't I, even hear it. No, no, nope, it's 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 it. it's showing up on my bar. That's all. They are I, picking up my garbage. Yeah. Trust me, you'll hear it in the you'll hear it in the episode. Uh, anyway, Kurt Angle's talking to Lillian Garcia about how, about how he's Triple H's, H's daddy. Dad. Yeah, Triple H would have been a shit dad to the fake baby that was Triple real. H Junior. <laughs> the Triple H Junior. I fucking love that. Then we get a then we get a video package. Of the feud between Undertaker and Maven. 
<laughs> which isn't related to the feud of Undertaker and The Rock, except for that one time Rock made fun of Undertaker for getting eliminated by Maven. <laughs> and and uh, the run-in where he cost Undertaker the hardcore title to Maven. Yeah. Maven! <laughs> I don't... I was going to say something, but I forgot. Maven! Isn't Maven. here tonight. Can't be here tonight. <laughs> One of the things you guys were talking about is that... I think it was you, Ali, mostly, that were kind of mentioning that, like, this feud is built on such a weak premise to begin with. Respect. Respect. I genuinely... Was it an elimination at the Rumble? No, wait. I keep forgetting. Rock was in the title match. Did, the did Taker come back from, like, an injury or something? And this is, like, the feud they put him in? Because I don't know what he's doing. I, I really don't understand. I feel like... I feel bad for not understanding His hair feud. looks a little better. He doesn't look like a big dipshit anymore. Like, Big Todd. Big Todd. With his I red mean, hair. I... I, 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 I I sort of get why they're sort playing, of but at brownish the hair now, do, which is a little better. It seems like a weak. It seems like a bare, a really weak reason to, uh, for the feud. Respect. Like, oh, oh. yeah, they, he talks it as it is, as, as it is a measure of respect. But it's all, all the only thing Taker is mad about is that oh, the rocks said that. Oh, the Rock I'm made mad fun that the Rock of me. Maven beat me at the, the Rock Royal made fun of me. I got eliminated yeah, really. in a thing that's easy to be eliminated in because it's over the top, bro. And because I was, I was oh, too busy being a misogynist. I was too busy not... beating a woman to notice that this guy drop kicked me. Oh man, it really is. I have no respect for Undertaker because his reason for elimination was he was about to fucking chokeslam Lita. A non-participant in the match. And he got dropkicked by Maven, who he didn't properly eliminate. And he didn't eliminate properly, and then he beat him up for no fucking reason. <laughs> so, and shot him in a popcorn machine and then stole an ate popcorn. Stole an ate popcorn without paying for it. The absolute vandal. To be fair, they've had weird and seemingly weak reasons for a feud to start. Like, like I think it was, I think it was like something involving Booker T where... Where, uh, where, uh, he was upset about not being in rollerball. No, it I'm wasn't that. No, I'm talking about the, the one where, uh, where they were mad about not being in a shampoo commercial. That's not, that's not happening yet. I don't know if that's this year, if it's next year. I think but it's, they, I don't know. If I remember correctly, they made that work. They like they made you well, believe like, in like this was a legitimate gripe and a reason for 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 fighting. Money writing on that. Uh, I have bad news. What? Uh, the shampoo commercial feud is this year. Uh, oh my god! I can't wait. Oh boy. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway, Rock versus Undertaker. They keep showing live, like every time they cut to a crowd shot. <laughs> we started we just... noticing this, yeah, the the live. And then I would just like... scream, live! <laughs> live! Live! Laugh! Live! Learn! Love! So this match kind of dragged. <laughs> um, yeah. Eventually they start brawling the outside, and I started noticing sort of like the stock WWE match formula they've been doing of like, we fight inside, we go outside, I throw you into the stairs, you throw me into the barricade. 
we brawl, we go back in. The only weird part was like after getting thrown into the stairs and then being thrown into the uh the the railing, this old lady just started hugging the rock for some reason. <laughs> I'll protect you. I love you, Rock. Hey. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> I love it, you. <laughs> yeah, the you know, yeah, fans shouldn't be really touching the wrestlers like that, but I mean I it mean, was I, I, I think I'm fine with like rock. I think I'm fine with like appreciative backpats because that's another thing a lot of people do when you're in the crowd. Do not grope the rock. But yeah, someone hugs the rock, then he goes over the barricade, and then they just kind of walk down the fucking arena to some double doors, and then they throw each other through the double doors, and then they come back. <laughs> yeah, <it laughs> that's all like, they did. <laughs> yeah, and it was like. I was like thinking, is there is is this like no also, count out? Yeah, or is there no that... count out because they were out of that fucking ring for a minute, was two minutes? Match? I don't even know. I don't know. No, because it couldn't it couldn't be because the Undertaker wanted to hit him with the pipe, but like he had to get the ref out the way first. Oh yeah, which is weird because you'd think it'd be like if you wanted these spots and it's a match about like beating the shit out of each other. They'd have a hardcore stipulation, but no. But they didn't announce yeah, it. Yeah, that's a good point. Taker doesn't have the hardcore title. Oh, True. yeah, also that. But does he need... But they don't need... He doesn't need the he hardcore He doesn't need title. it to have a hardcore match, but that... He, they never stated it was a hardcore match. I, yeah, it's just a singles match. I think... It, here's the thing uh, uh, that I think about that maybe could have helped this match. Like, considering, like, they they did at least for as weak as the the start of this feud was in terms of w w the reason you know undertaker wants to beat up the rock i mean at least at least the rock you know got legitimately you know hurt by the undertaker even though you know the whole limo spot was pretty terrible at least the the tombstone well, the was. thing is they gave the chokes the choke slam was fine. It, it gets it, was like, it gets egregious the more they show it in these recaps because if you just said Undertaker Tombstone Rock on top of a car, then you could go, "Oh shit, that sounds bad." But they show it in the recaps. And you can really see, and that you can really see that he's just that landing on his fucking knees. <laughs> just when it, sometimes not showing it makes it sound worse. So, right. Yeah. I, I think it, I, I think at least it's. You got the impression, like, okay, these guys really hate each other, and then, and what I liked about uh, uh, another thing, I, one of the things I liked is like Rock just sprinted down to the ring to the start of it. <laughs> I wish, I wish. Oh my more, god, yeah, that's I right. Was... wrestlers would do that. I, I don't, I don't know what lit a fire under his ass, but he went fucking full tilt toward that ring to fight the he Undertaker. Was on, he was on some and fucking then just, coffee. And then it just like kind of slowed everything. Just slowed down. But like, to a here's crawl. the thing: after that initial brawl where Rock runs out, and that part where they just leave and come back, the match picks up when they're back in the ring. It actually gets kind of exciting. Rock is yeah, really that's... good at kick at like kicking out with his arm. At the last fucking millisecond possible, it's just very dramatic, and his I like that. Timing is, 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 his is timing is fantastic. His timing is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of like false finishes where just Rock goes huh! at the like the, as late as he possibly can. 
Where, like, the fucking referee needs, like, a photo finish or, like, a microscope to see if he actually, like, got a three count or not, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, like, well, yeah. They, they pick up, they're doing, like, kip-ups and fucking, they're exchanging signatures, there's a people's lobo at some point. But uh, I think this match, yeah, it could have really used, like, a new DQ step. Uh, like there was no this DQ weird part or, where, like... Or, like, a street fight. It didn't, doesn't necessarily need to be a hardcore. Just some kind of match where they could use some weapons on each other There's to, this... to spice it up more. Um, once like... Rock starts getting a fire under his ass and doing his comeback, Taker tries to leave and then just kind of fucks with his bike and can't seem to turn it on. <laughs> Then he pulls out a pipe. Then he just pulls out the pipe. Like he's gonna hit. Like he's gonna hit the rock with it. Is it it like, did he forget where his pipe, like, like what he was supposed to do? Or is uh, is he just taking a breather? Is like, like, why didn't he just right away pull the pipe out? Wrestling's gay, I'm out of here. (laughs) Wrestling's gay, I'm leaving. But yeah, Ric Flair runs in. To yell at Undertaker for grabbing a pipe, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Taker grabs a pipe, tries to hit it. Rock ducks, hit, puts him in the shitty sharpshooter. Uh... Mc- McMahon interferes. They sort of play hot potato with the pipe for a while, but eventually, threatening a tombstone, uh, t- uh, Ric Flair just slams the pipe into uh, Taker. And Rock wins. And yeah, the the interference kind of ruined this for the Rock. Oh, he, he here's the thing: like I know that Rock at some point, right? I know that Taker wanted to use a weapon on Rock, but I feel like Ric Flair running in first was kind of weird. <laughs> Why did Vince well, even I, run in? I because he doesn't I like Ric Flair. I, I guess I think I understand. I I I think I know why. I'm, I mean, they did have this like. Rick Flair was it a protect did Undertaker a promo thing, like a couple but... weeks ago with Undertaker, like kind of expressing his displeasure with what well, how Undertaker yeah, and I know that I know that him. Undertaker also confronted Flair before the match earlier in a promo when he was talking about the NWO, but like, why did McMahon come in besides the fact he thinks Rick Flair sucks? <laughs> I really don't understand. It feels like they're. Like, these two feuds are disconnected from each other, and that really makes the well, run-ins make less sense. The Rock was one of the... Well, you kind of flip back and forth on being an ally and enemy to Vince McMahon. Uh, yeah. He, uh... What's Booker honestly, honestly, he was, Honestly, he was doing his own thing, and I don't really see any stakes for McMahon. <laughs> like, who the yeah. fuck cares? <laughs> Maybe Taker's af- associated with McMahon somehow, because I think he and was on he's the... associated with McMahon during the Shane feud. I guess. I guess. Maybe there's this is going to maybe this is going to lead to him associating with McMahon more. Maybe. I don't think that he did that as Big Evil or not. I'm not sure. Uh, but so much for that shit, Mister Perfect's at WWF New York, and he's spitting gum on people. <laughs> And not wearing a shirt. And not wearing a shirt. We think he might be drunk. Here's his titties. <laughs> he he, is he calls like, himself he's wearing like a leather jacket, right? He calls himself Mr. Perfect. <laughs> he's wearing like a leather jacket, right? Like an open leather jacket. Yeah. And it's just like, my God, this this guy is drunk. He is Mr. Perfect. 
He's Mr. Perfect. He's spitting his gum everywhere. He's at WF New York. Please go there. Please buy our expensive. Ignore the gum. (laughs) Ignore the gum, Mr. Perfect. He's spitting on the floor. Ignore the Dudley standing on that one table. Uh, We get a general hospital. We get a general hospital recap of Angle and Triple H's feud. Yes, and uh, there's definitely a Triple H's feud at this point. Kurt Angle's an almost non entity in it. Well, he eliminated he he almost he got eliminated by Triple H, and that's it. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. the basis of this feud, and that's the basis of this match coming up. But it's important we show like so they get into like the bow renewal and the you're a lying bitch, and then just like him destroying the set, <laughs> and I and yeah, and like definitely going no or like ah, but it's like. They dub over it with like a Godzilla roar, and it's hilarious. Yeah, they just do like Godzilla noises every time she screams in these fucking recaps. It's <laughs> <laughs> like me and Allie laughed our asses off. I don't think it was. It, it, well, I know. I know. Well, Godzilla is a very specific sound, and that's I don't know. Not- it's, it's just dinosaur, velociraptor, whatever dragon noise. We just say Godzilla roar because it's easier. Stephanie okay. is the ref with a strange striped vinyl top <laughs> to emphasize her breasts. Uh, yeah, it, you know what I describe it as? Is it's like she's wearing the worst cur- curtains ever. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Triple H, uh, Kurt Angle comes out, then Triple H comes out, and then Lawler starts talking about how big Triple H's muscles are. And why Stephanie doesn't want his big pecs and strong arms and supple body. <laughs> Is this why you had an eight on yours and I had a seven? Yeah, I think it's because push those gay thoughts out, Lawler. <laughs> I Ding. think it's because we counted that. Yeah, we counted that. Uh, his supple hands and his big forehead. <laughs> his just <laughs> <ass> pecs. <laughs> Vince after the Vince after the walk match went up behind Gorilla and, 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 and he started and he saw Triple H and then immediately started having look at his thighs. Uh, oh. he immediately just started pleasuring himself back there. Oh. Well, if you if you look at oh. I don't know oh. if there's a way to to quickly show this to you. On like this on the uh, archived version of this, but I want to show you guys one of the No Way Out posters I skipped over <laughs> to get to this one. <laughs> hold on, let me. F- I'm I've got to scroll to find it. Hold on, sorry. Oh, there it is. Wait, no, I'm 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 wrong. I, now I'm just I embarrassed myself, and now it's dead air. But this is But this was one of the No Way Out posters. Only problem is it's the wrong year. <laughs> oh, that's the that's the 2001 one, right? Yeah, that's that's 2000 actually, but Oh, uh, 2000. Oh yeah. That's I mean, yeah, I don't want inaccuracies like this uh not like this Sting versus R-Truth <laughs> picture. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. Boys. This is only anyway, gonna work on the YouTube version. This will only work on the YouTube version. Thanks, people who listened on Spotify. <laughs> and anchor. And anchor. And anchor. And wait, we let's not do the plug just yet. We're <laughs> we're still we got still got a main event to talk about. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Actually, we got two matches to talk about. 
First off, we got Triple H versus Kurt Angle, special guest referee Stephanie McMahon. Um, she at some point, she the... she ahead. probably got her license where she got where Jacqueline got hers. Anyway, Thank you. I was going for that. Anyway, <laughs> Angle at some point clotheslines Stephanie, and she has to be like replaced with a different referee. I believe referee Tim White. Uh, Tim White, of course. Stephanie, that really wasn't wise. <laughs> And then uh, Tim White the takes a ref bump. Fell, uh, I I thought honestly thought the way she fell down, like she had this weird sort of, like she didn't she didn't like fall backwards. She kind of like fell straight down. It was, yeah, I think I know was, what you're talking about. She did like a weird flip bump that looked awkward. It wasn't it wasn't flip. She just kind of like uh, she she like. It was like she dropped downward and like hit her head on the like the the ring the ring um edge. I thought I thought she did like a one eighty, which is what Gorilla Monsoon calls that kind of a blip bump. Maybe, oh, I, monkey just, maybe I was just going delirious at some point. So yeah, after Stephanie gets bumped and replaced with Tim White, Tim White gets bumped and is replaced with Stephanie, who comes back to yell at Tim White's penis. Uh, <laughs> yes, I also have. Stephanie McMahon yells at Tim White's testicles. I don't know what was happening. She was just holding his legs and shouting at his penis. I don't get it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kurt Angle eventually grabs a chair. You know, hits it against the uh, one of the turnbuckles, and it kind of bends weird. And then nails Triple H with the chair. Uh... Wrestling. At some point, Jerry Lawler brings up like, a, like if someone gets EQ'd, they'll win or something like that, and it's just he sounded confused. <laughs> the win? <laughs> it's like, yeah, he was so like, if Triple H is disqualified, he'll win. That I um, it's like Jerry Lawler forgot how disqualifications work. Oh yeah, because this was for the uh, number one contendership. This was for the number one contendership for uh, because they yeah it's um. It's Triple H's Royal Rumble win being contested for some So reason. eventually Kurt Angle wins after a dirty finish, and he was clearly not going to be DQ'd by Stephanie because she's on his side. And Triple H, seething, starts spitting foam out of his fucking mouth. I, I don't like know a, if he was seething. I think it was like he was supposed to be like, he was in like a daze or something of like defeat. And it's like, no, no, yeah. he's doing that like Triple H breathing thing that I mentioned where he's like, but like, there's just shit, there's just like shit flying out his mouth. It, it, it looked like, it looked like, he, st- it looked like he, he just like uh, this massive amount of drool came out of his mouth. It was actually gross to look it at. It was really gross. <laughs> I hated it. <laughs> Kurt Angle, celebrating his victory and is now f- completely shirtless, runs outside into the winter. <laughs> Wasn't he wearing like a towel or something? He was wearing like a yeah, either a towel or maybe a s- scarf. Anyway, no, the, scarf. anyway, a- they ask you know where are you going, and then Kurt just goes, "I'm going to WrestleMania." Then he just oh, gets sure? in, then he just gets in someone's car and drives off. Which is foreshadowing to what happened to my family today. <laughs> Jesus, <Where? laughs> Wait, what? My sister got her car stolen because she left it running, and then Kurt Angle stole it and drove off. That's clearly what happened. <laughs> Kurt Angle, give 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 her his give her her car back. Give back okay. Angel's car. <laughs> Angel's car. You, you can't just go to WrestleMania angel. whenever you want. 
It said angel, not angle. He's dyslexic. <laughs> it's it's dyslexic it's gold medalist Kurt Angel. Kurt Angel. It's, it's I didn't know that was her first name. It's Kangle's car. Kangle. <laughs> fucking... He saw Fuck. the K for like Klamath County and then saw a- Angel. Was like, Angel. Yeah, Angel. I settled for a second. Like, I thought I heard you guys, one of you, say Kangle. 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 Allie said Kangle. I was making the joke the dyslexic gold medalist Kurt, Kurt Angel. <laughs> <laughs> I but yeah, we didn't plan this by the way. Her car just got fucking stolen today. (laughs) Oh man, he didn't turn the key on, he just got in the car and left. I don't, was it on? (laughs) Was it whatever? Kurt Angle's going to Toronto. So, this next segment is kind of a meme. It's The Rock with all of the NWO in the back in front of these, like, weird Japanese-style, like, dressing things. Or, like, those, like, what's it called? Like, they're, yeah, there's the fucking dressing room, like, shutters or whatever. Yeah, the dressing room shutters. And, you know, just, like, uh, they have a disposable camera. <laughs> and, you know, Diesel wants a picture, or Kevin Nash wants a picture for his kid with The Rock. <laughs> Diesel. I thought it was was oh, oh, was it oh, or, or, no Hogan was the one that made the comment though yeah so, so yeah uh, Rock starts making fun of them after they take the picture and try to like but oh, Hogan said something to I think it was Hogan or Hogan Nash. said something and then Hulk and then Rock started making fun of them of it like oh Razor Ramon and Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> what what did he what did they say to him that, I don't like, know that, he kind of muttered. Yeah, he, yeah, it was really hard to pick out exactly what he said that that the rock the rock got offended. Like, it was like, no, you don't. No, I'm not gonna let you get away with saying that. Anyway, um, the rock wants to insert the ca- disposable camera into all three of their asses sequentially. <clears throat> yeah, something like that. I think it was like Razor was or Razor Scott was gonna shine it up. And then Kevin was going to turn it sideways. With their asses? <laughs> I don't know. No, I think it was just they were going to... Were they going to use their the asses? Because is Rock just threatening to peg three men? I, I think he was only threatening to peg Hogan. Like, he was going to have... Scott Hall's going to shine it up. And then Kevin Nash is going to turn it sideways. With his ass? His job. <laughs> Allie, how do you turn... About asses. How do you he turn doesn't... it... How did? How do you convince Nash to turn it sideways unless it's with his ass? <laughs> it doesn't have to involve ass just because it's ass. The Rock. I know. <laughs> but, oh my God. But, like, Kevin Nash gets the easiest job of turning it sideways because Kevin Nash is big dumb, I guess. Big stupid. Oh, and, oh, then oh, so it goes in, and then it goes in Hogan's ass. So while you guys were talking, I actually went on YouTube to look up the promo because I knew I would be able to find it. It was Hogan that wanted the picture, and 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 Hall that took the uh, Hall that took the picture. Oh, Hall took the picture of Hogan with the and, rock. And okay. uh, what what Hogan said was so much for the people's taste. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, Which yeah. Such a weird it. statement to begin with. I don't know what the hell that means and why Rock got offended by it. 
he doesn't like people using the term peoples, I guess. I don't know. No. Well, you know, that's the thing. This pay-per-view, we did not see The Rock's penis. But we did see Boys Locker Room, Chris. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so yeah, they recapped they recap the Jericho Austin With stuff. no dialogue. <laughs> no, no dialogue. dialogue. With this music. How with do you the, with the, the music? No, it was, the, it was the No Way Out theme, the stock porno music. <laughs> yeah, stock porno music. And this, like, it lavender wasn't the no filter. Way out theme. It was just, Everything it, had, like, a purple filter over it, like it's the X-Factor Titantron. It wasn't It wasn't the NWO theme. It was, oh God. but it sounded... I, it, it wasn't it, it the NWO theme. Kind of like, I, you had, said No Way Out. I said No Way Out. I know that NWO also stands for No Way Out, which is something oh, I, I only said, got I thought you said just NWO now. Theme. Never mind. No. <laughs> which is something okay. I only got just now. But yeah. but I could see how people could mistake it for the No Way Out thing because it had that one same goes kind of New World Order and just one goes. It, it had that same kind of guitar that like guitar effect. It was sort of por- guitar-y porno music and this lavender filter over everything. I got everything I ever wanted, so this is, and I so never give that back. So this is still getting very gay. Boys locker room. I just I cannot deal with this. Like, this is the gayest thing on the show, more than Billy and Chuck, and more than it the is way no to longer subtle homoeroticism, subtle homoeroticism of professional wrestling, and well, more no, gay than the saying, uh, way no, too gay sign. Very gay. So this is no longer subtle. This is oh yeah. Up. This is getting. This is this is breaking the boundary of subtle. More gay than yeah. the way too gay sign that they had for Jericho in the in the crowd. More gay than what? I missed this. Yeah, they only showed it for like a couple seconds, and I think the sign got confiscated afterwards. This is more gay than Jerry Lawler's gay feelings. Uh, Triple <laughs> H's packs. Uh... <laughs> oh, he's so. Me, oh, his, his definition. <laughs> I swear, I remember his a time. way. His his pecs and his belly button look like a weird face. <laughs> written down sign of the night because i remember a sign that actually made me laugh but i can't remember it now uh this is what happens when you have two people fall asleep during the fucking show i was the only one asleep roctan was just having stomach discomfort diarrhea is the the diarrhea is basically the same thing as sleeping (laughs) no it's not yeah it is it is to me end of the show to be fair i did actually fall asleep god damn it (laughs) <laughs> Towards the end, you of guys the are the match. worst co-host I've ever had. <laughs> I wasn't feeling good. Fuck you. I was trying. Despite being a cowardly character, Chris Jericho actually did hang with Stone Cold, and like this was actually a pretty long match. There was a spot where Stone Cold made Jericho's head hit every part of a turnbuckle. <laughs> Yeah, they started this match off by both flipping each other off, which wasn't yes. censored, so I can't make the thumbs up joke. This is another match that I feel like was kind of slow in in, in places where it felt like it shouldn't be. I don't know. It it felt like no, like there should have been more fire to this match. Maybe I mean it is it is a title match, so yeah. Maybe 
It's kind of like a Raw main event, weirdly. <laughs> when it's not a tag match, of course. It's not so, a red ref bump again. Someone says, uh, I think it was like Lawler says, this is a bad night for the zebras. Oh, <clears throat> that's what that meant. Yeah. Uh, Jericho taps out to, I think it was like the snake charmer. The snake charmer, yes. But the ref was currently selling, so he couldn't fucking do anything. There wasn't a lot to remember in this match. I'm sorry. I, I have at least two notes, and I don't know why I have one of these notes, but I do know one of them. At this some is point, a terrible like, night for the zoo. This is a terrible night for the zoo. There's at some point where, like, like one of the wrestlers is doing chops, and, like, and like either Lawler or Ross start saying how um, Ric Flair is going to be asking for royalties. Does Ric Flair hold I, the copyright? I on own chop? the chop. Woo! Yeah, you, I think he, Woo! I think he was saying something about copyright. It was something. Like, yeah, he's like royalties for every time someone does a chop. But it's like, does he have the copyright on chops? Does he? Is that a thing? <laughs> Did Ric Flair trademark every, chop? Every time the crowd goes, "Woo!" He's is like Ric Flair's back there, with, like with a with with like an a with an accounting re- register or something with like a with like a note with like a notepad and like an, a little accounting you have to a, give me accounting machine and you gotta give me ten dollars for every chop <laughs> <laughs> Woo! i hired an accountant two hundred dollars my other note is i'm gonna flip off the crowd i don't know i don't know feel like I should know what that is, but I don't. All, all I remember now is the, just the fact that there was um there was an NWO run-in in this match. Yes, the NWO run-in and helped Jericho retain his title. They beat up Stone Cold, and then they, sprained, they spray paint NWO on his back, except they left Scott Hall to do the spray painting, so he kind of ran out of space. So it was like N, like lowercase n uppercase w and then you just kind of spray painted stone cold's butt <laughs> and yeah, actually uh, actually it was hogan that did the spraying oh. and yeah they you're yeah, fired he, it's like he made the letters too big he made the letters too big so they didn't fit you're fired you're fired anyway don't fall uh, asleep on the job i fucking tried okay you were, you were getting high on the job. How dare you? I made notes all the way till the end. <laughs> you dumb fuck. Anyway, so here's where I want to make my main complaint about this show, which is the NWO only run in once, and that's, like, not how the that's, NWO... That's, po- that's poisoning the NWO, or that's poisoning the WWF, of course. No, it's watering down the NWO. One run in. <laughs> One run in. Because the NWO, when they started, when it was like Kevin Nash and Scott Hall especially, they just attacked everyone. And that was what made it seem like it was such a unique thing of like... These guys are destroying the company. They're outsiders. They're the outsiders. They've come in here. They're they're probably from the WWF. We don't know. We can't say for legal reasons. (laughs) And also the crowd didn't know for sure. People were still getting worked by this stuff. They weren't even like but, under contract, according to like the NWO kayfabe or like the w- like, WCW kayfabe. 
everyone was getting attacked face heel main eventer mid carter like that's why the shot of like kevin nash tossing ray mysterio was so huge like it was such an important thing because it was like oh shit they're fucking attacking everybody but yeah, it, it's, it's like, like what, every every other invasion, even when even even in like the ECW invasion was done better than this. It's like it's it's like Vince. Oh. I, I, you know what it really seems like, especially like what what you guys said that the whole poison bit is Vince shooting on 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 WCW. It's like this just smells of like this seething hatred that Vince has over the WCW that he wants that, that by introducing the NWO the way he did, he defanged them essentially. Yeah. It's wandering down the NWO. God, even the fucking NXT riot, they were destroying everybody in sight. Yeah. They fucking, you know, Daniel Bryan got fired. <laughs> but yeah, they but tore it's... up the ring. They just did their, all their finishers on people. They wrecked, they wrecked CM Punk. They wrecked Cena. They fucking like cold cocked Lawler. Michael Cole ran for it. They were attacking Justin Roberts, choked him with a tie, and Daniel Bryan got fired. Then he got hired again. <laughs> then he got hired again. Like that was the thing. Like when you want to make an invasion look effective, they just fucking go at everyone. Just so disorder. Like they were talking. Remember how they were talking about how like the NWO is going to raise, like, raise the WWF and, like, salt the earth and fucking just set fire to everything. Stock footage of Stalin. Stock footage of, <laughs> stock footage of Stalin, but, like, just scorched earth kind of, like, dealing with them in, like, a scorched earth kind of thing. It's like, the, Vince the wants NWO to... NWO killing fields, was it? Yeah. But no, instead... No, we they hung like... out... <laughs> They hung out, and then they, they beat up Stone out. Cold. <laughs> they hung out, and then they beat up Stone Cold. And, That's like, the it. worst thing Stone Cold is going to have is he'll have a headache, and he'll probably have to shower to take off that NWO paint. And that's about it. <laughs> I'm not saying, like, like I need Scott Hall to take hostage, to take hostages. <laughs> I am saying that, like, they should raise the WWF. Every match should have had an NWO run-in. Absolutely. And like Rick, and then like we can have like Ric Flair run in to try and prevent this from happening because you know he knows the NWO guys, and then he gets beaten up by the fucking McMahon, Uh, or gets beaten up by the NWO because they don't give a shit. Yeah. (sighs) Although, in a way, that might have been. I could see potentially people like demanding well, a refund, a refund if every every match is essentially the NWO ruining the match. Maybe, but then it'd be like, holy shit, they're fucking killing, they're destroying everything. Like, also, I also, I feel like they could make up for that by having a rematch for some titles on Raw. <laughs> you know, just kind of payback, or just kind of like, here you go. <laughs> anyway. I guess I have to ask the question. We are two months in to 2002. Is this pay-per-view better or worse than Royal Rumble? <laughs> I'd say it's worse. I feel like Royal oh, yeah. Rumble was at least entertaining. So Royal Rumble's our high point right now. But yeah, this was a this was a step down. <laughs> this was a step down, I'd say. It's it just, I think it, it would have worked better is like 
uh, as I said, I think they, I, I think they should have saved the NWO for the final, for the final match, and just have, and I would love to um, like an extended, have them, up, have them come out for the run in, like have have the music hit, have them come out, and then and then have them wreck everyone don't everyone don't, don't, have help, him, don't help anybody don't, don't help, help jericho he was a fucking noob in wcw thunder like he's, fuck he's that, that fucking fuck that little fucking scrub fuck just that really, kid fuck that kid fuck stone just, cold fuck him fuck the announcers <laughs> you know, just, this, little, this little cruiserweight nobody's the, the undisputed champion well i'm gonna fucking give him a razor's edge just some shit like that yeah like like Razor's Edge Jericho sort of like carry drag his limp body onto his stomach, beat up Stone Cold, drag them together, and then draw NWO on both their backs. <laughs> have them have like do have like have like Kevin Nash and Scott all help each other do like the jackknife and the razor's edge and then yeah. and then have them and then have someone hold Get him with the leg drop and, and, fucking... and, then, and have and then have Nash and Hall hold them down while while Hogan does leg the drag. leg drop. Yeah. Just kill like, them. That's their... I'm not normally fine with, cool. like, oh, that's burying them. But no, these guys are a big fucking deal. <laughs> and the they're... NWO. It's what they did. It's and, how they got over. And Vince is selling them, like, scorched earth. Like, he's he's just going to ruin his own company. And all they do is they just beat up Stone Cold. <laughs> and beat up Stone Cold. Jericho retains. <laughs> And Jericho retains. They shouldn't give a shit about Jericho. He's the undisputed champion of the company they're trying to kill. Yeah, like he was in the first hour of Thunder. Who gives a shit? <laughs> also, yeah, he was also a fucking first hour of Thunder guy. Du, 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 du. <laughs> All right. So that was. Oh NWO. yeah, that was another thing we know. We noticed is that I think during some of the promos that they were. They were playing this this music that sounded kind of like the Superman theme. Oh yeah, that da, also. Da, 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 da. About that. Very very John Williams easy music. Um, awards. Awards. Uh, what would you say would be the MVP? Because I feel like I know what the underrated is going to be. But uh, who would you who would you call for MVP on this, Sally? Uh, good question. Because we got some options, actually. We do. That's the problem. I I'm gonna you know I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say The Rock. <laughs> yeah, that's actually where you I was what? gonna go too. The I'll Rock, fair, the Rock, the Rock did great. I don't know. Managing to get a a semi decent match, like to get a pretty good match out of like Big Evil Undertaker. A, a match out of Big Evil Undertaker with no story. With no story. <laughs> and yet, fucking Rock was incensed. <laughs> Like he was yeah. just fucking hauling ass. Like I think I'm starting to really realize that like this era of the Taker is like yeah he's like I think he I don't notice it physically in terms of like his look. He's not but fat. He's not. But I think it's more the way he's wrestling. He's slug. He's you, kind he's of like completely out of shape and he's gas. He's sluggish. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna nominate the Rock. I don't know if yeah. anyone else agrees. I, I, will, I, I, will, I will take the I will go. With that. That's where I was gonna go. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that with you. I will say that is completely fair. 
Uh, for underrated this this uh, night, I'm going with Test. Um, hmm. Hmm. I was gonna go. Uh, sorry, I'm th- trying to use my brain. Regal. Yeah, I was gonna go Regal. <laughs> I don't know because he's still Intercontinental Champion, so I feel like he's still like rated. <laughs> like he's still getting a push. He is getting he's a still push. Getting rated. That's true. Um, I yeah yeah. Let's go with Test. Okay, I'm uh, two to one. All right, Test. Uh. And the 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 one I actually knew full on when we started this episode, the Y segment was the opening promo with the NWO. Yes. God. Well, like like I said, I get why they did it in the context of oh yeah, we're just like we're the harmless sheep. Ooh, we're not that bad like you guys are overestimating how terrible we are but why would you book this idea i love jesus brother <laughs> why would you book them to give off the false the father the, the son the holy spirit amen brother no one wants that no no we want... no they, they were they were doing the thing of like oh we're we're, we're just doves we're just yeah. innocent doves like i get the idea behind it but also it's stupid because people just want to see the NWO fucking run out and kill shit. I think the fake out could have worked if it, they acted all like very smarmy, like that, like they were uh, they were being really super smug, essentially, or just kind that of might or just silly, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I because they did I, show a lot of silly shit in those NWO things, like the fucking rock paper scissors and the finger poke yeah. doom. Is that it? Oh yeah, yeah Lawler first count eight, seven, eight, eight seven and a half. <laughs> we'll start, we will say eight. No gay uh, jokes. No gay jokes. Surprisingly enough, I didn't really fa- find a sign that I liked enough for Sunday night. Me neither. Completely forgot it. I, I, don't I don't think really... I found a sign I liked either. The crowd was kind of yeah. eh. Wasn't there like a sign that was like token black guy and we just oh, yeah, there was a sign of token house. black guy, so we just started looking in the crowd for black people and they're like there were several. <laughs> there were several. It's like you are not the token black and guy. This is, and this is Milwaukee, so I kind of imagine it's it's rare. Uh, who the fuck lives in Milwaukee? Uh, it's to be fair, it's rare to find people living in Milwaukee. Besides <laughs> like Mike and Jay, maybe. I don't eh, fuck it. You know, you know. Come to think of it, I, I do think that, you know, I, I met. I uh, this is something I was talking about with you guys while watching the show. I miss the days, uh, these days of the pay per views being having a name that doesn't necessarily attach to a gimmick. Stipulation: the pay per view. Yeah, that 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 would be present singles match. But there's nothing wrong with (laughs) one on one, and that's it. But at the same time, there's nothing wrong with having a theme around the name. So, yeah, I think, you know, maybe maybe The Rock and The Undertaker could have been like the cage match or or Man. or a hell in a cell. No, this maybe is just that. one of their like their February road themed pay-per-views that they keep trying to do. Like, remember the over road to WrestleMania. Remember overdrive. <laughs> Wait no! Oh um, yeah, over o- over the limit. Oh, over the over limit. The limit. Yeah. <laughs> yes, or fast lane. Or fast End lane. Of the road. Oh, remember Roadblock? 
roadblock. Road <laughs> roadblock end of the line. That's what which it we, was. Which we made the joke of calling road close. Road, road close. Road close due to construction. Oh, man. <laughs> and like the trucks, it was just a road pay-per-view. <laughs> because we're on the road to WrestleMania. Road! Oh. I dropped, I dropped oh, something. Oh, yeah. Okay. But we're, li- we're we're not even being figurative anymore. It's literally your road. To so we are on the final stretch to Sour Skittles. Uh, <laughs> we will cover WrestleMania. I do not know if we're going to cover past WrestleMania. <laughs> we probably will. This is a weekly we, we gotta, thing. We gotta do, we gotta do the brand split. We're doing we? the yeah. We're doing the year and the brand split. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's been a bumpy road to WrestleMania. Road, road. <laughs> we are four weeks to sour skittles. Road. <laughs> so everyone, uh, that was Wrestle Boys. It's kind of a shorter episode because it's just a pay per view. Uh, remember yeah, to no SmackDown. remember to like and subscribe the video. You can find us on Spotify, Anchor, a couple other places like. Uh, Castaway, I don't remember the name of it. Casted something. We're not on iTunes. We're so not on iTunes. Don't look for us there. We might do it if someone asks, but until someone does, fuck it. You uh, can find the episode on YouTube when Ali decides to upload it. Fuck you. I uploaded both episodes last time. <laughs> I, I uploaded them back to back. You enough times. I uploaded them back to back. So... As they say at the end of Rassa Boys, road. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>